Matt Hawk caught the drug dealer on the side of the neck with a vicious karate chop. It didn't break the kid's neck, but his eyes went glassy and he slumped to the garbage-strewn alley in southeast San Diego, the town's worst neighborhood. The kid, maybe seventeen, fell on his side. He lay there for a moment, gasping for breath, then rolled over and got to his hands and knees. Matt kicked him in the stomach, jolting him over on his back. Matt put his heavy boot on the kid's belly and pushed a Glock semi-automatic pistol with a six-inch silencer on the barrel against the pusher's forehead. He was chubby, his face pitted with acne scars, and had a bent nose that must get him into trouble. Matt felt no sympathy at all for the jerk. He was peddling his drug poison to kids in the poverty-plagued neighborhood like it was candy. "'I said I want the address where you turn in your cash and get more goods. The stash house where twenty of you leeches operate.' The kid's eyes focused enough to see the deadly side of the pistol pushed into his forehead. He groaned, his eyes flicked closed, then open, then closed and opened again. He stared hard at Matt, then slowly he nodded. "'Yeah, okay. Easy with the peace. I sure as hell ain't gonna die for them bitches.' Let me up, and I'll take you there. No way, dumbass. If they see you with me, they'll blow your head off without a second thought. Just give me the address and what day you report in with your cash. Matt moved his foot and lifted the Glock. The pusher sat up slowly and had to put his hand down to keep from toppling over. The drug pusher took a deep breath, rubbed his neck, and then looked up at Matt. Hey, we report in every night. This is a hot territory, man. What time? Eleven or twelve midnight. Come in late and they knock you around a little. Nasty bunch. Give me all your goods and your cash. Tell them some galoot high on meth robbed you. His pale green eyes blinked as he stared up at Matt and then rubbed his hands through his matted dark hair. Man, I go in there tonight with no cash and no stash. They're going to beat me to a pulp and boot my ass down the block. It's better than being dead. The kid sighed, shook his head, and tried to stand up. He told Matt the street address, which Matt memorized. Now, kid, get lost. Move to another part of town. Get out of the business. I see you pushing. I'll break both of your legs. What's your street name, just for my record? They call me Chicky Baby. I don't know why. The pusher rubbed his chest. Think you broke a rib? Well, don't breathe, and it won't hurt. Matt said. At 11.30 that same night, Matt Hawk drove a battered ten-year-old Honda towards the address. He parked six houses down on the same side of the street, then slouched down until he could just see over the dash. Five minutes later, two young boys went up the steps to the house and paused. They waited maybe thirty seconds, then went into the house without knocking. Ten minutes later, both came out and vanished up the block. Matt Hawk settled down to wait. He was two inches over six feet and carried a hundred and ninety pounds, thirty-two years old and in the best shape of his life. He worked at it. He wore a quarter-inch-long full beard, religiously trimmed, and a matching mustache. It gave his face a professional look. He had deep, dark-set eyes, a crop of slightly long black hair, and a firm chin that could be hard and solid, giving no quarter. He saw movement in the bushes near the steps. Had to be a concealed outside guard. That's where the guys going in paused, evidently to get clearance to enter. None of them knocked, just went inside. 
The bushes hiding the men were on Matt's side of the steps. Good. Matt pulled on the thin latex gloves he always wore, then eased open the car door. No light showed because Matt had taken the bulb out of the overhead light. He was dressed all in black, black pants and long-sleeved T-shirt, black watch cap, and dark sneakers. He wore a combat vest with pockets for all sorts of deadly toys, including three filled magazines for his pistol. The Glock was stuffed in his belt. He moved slowly across the sidewalk and into the shadows of the house nearest him. He paused there for two minutes. No reaction from anyone. He worked forward from one shadow to another and house to house. He kept close to the houses in the shade from the moon, went around house lights, and soon was at the home next to the target. There was no motion from the hidden guard. At that last place he paused, watching, waiting.